everyone and welcome back to the podcast. So today is going to be probably one of the best and most helpful podcasts for those just starting their business as we're going to talk about some of the most common thoughts everyone has in their first year of business and tips to help go around that to be honest. So before I forget, make sure to stay around to the end because I'll be giving away a freebie to dive in a little bit deeper to ways to actually help counteract this and soar your new business to new heights. So let's get into it. You're listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey, The Good, The Bad, and The Branding with Danielle Clem, the weekly podcast created for fellow entrepreneurs, whether just starting out, established in your business, or simply testing out the waters. We're here to put the real back in entrepreneurial reality. Each episode guides you through the different paths walked and lessons learned by fellow bosses, how they got through it, and tips that got them there sprinkled in with a little business branding and a whole lot of heart. One question is, are you ready to dive in? Here's your host, designer, marketer, and frequent iced coffee drinker, Danielle Clem. Okay, guys, we're going to go straight into this episode. So the first thought is, I don't know if I can do this. So I know this comes up for a lot of ladies during their milestones, basically anything from starting a business, first time speaking on stage, first time launching a product, anything that's new, this thought probably has come up. And even I had this thought for a brief moment when I first started because what happens is we get really caught up in the fear of failure or the self-doubt, which is really huge. And the reason why it was only for a brief moment for me was because I strayed towards the later thoughts that you'll hear me mention in a bit. But none the case, it was still huge. And one of the best ways to kind of go about this is first figuring out where does this thought come from? And this thought pops up in a couple of different ways. So for a good amount of people, you've probably had one of these three. So one is fear of failure, two is judging yourself or self-doubt, and three is imposter syndrome or comparison. So I'm going to break this down a little bit, but I actually talk about each in my program, Build Your Business Academy, that launches in October. But to give you a little bit of a rundown, these each are what we call beliefs. And they're pretty big ones, to be honest, that we hold. And beliefs are the reason that we act a certain way or speak or think. So basically, think about these beliefs as the roots of a tree. Your thoughts are the base, like the big trunk of it, and your actions are the branches. So without roots, you die, basically. And without the base, if it's not healthy, nothing good grows. And the branches can't really bring the opportunity that you need. So when it comes to fear of failure, one thing that I'll mention is that it'll probably pop up a good amount because fear of failure is just, it comes down to uncertainty. And a lot of us, it's human nature to be able to be afraid of uncertainty or unsure of it because that's just how we go. We like to know that things are predictable. We like surprises, don't get me wrong. But you know, when it comes to these huge shifts, it'll pop up no matter what. But the other two, judging yourself and imposter syndrome or comparison, these are huge that need to be worked on because if you're stuck in judging yourself or self-doubt, or if you continuously wonder, you know, am I right for this? You know, I don't have enough experience or looking at others and seeing them as better. 
then you're never going to be able to get to where you want to go because you'll be stuck in that mentality. So the first step is to identify what that thought is coming from. So basically the roots and begin to change your base by actually rewriting thoughts. And I actually go talk all about this in the freebie that I'll be doing called the AIM formula with two M's. And I talk all about how to, the steps, the actual four steps to go through, how to rewrite your thoughts, to change them into a success magnet, and some extra resources to help you. So if you want that, then go to the link below, because it's going to be so helpful when I'm actually talking about this, versus I go so much deeper into the actual PDF. So... When you're thinking about new thoughts, you'll hear me say this often or hear me do this often, which is I'll change words mid-sentence. So what will happen is if I'm thinking about a new habit or a new process that I'm trying to integrate, you'll hear it go from I'm trying to do this, changing it to I'm going to do this, to then the last one, I am doing this. Why? Because First, I was aware that trying isn't a helpful word because it's not really like you're committing to anything. Trying is just like a wishy-washy word. I am going to is a little bit better, but to be honest, the I am is the actual positive action that leads to positive results. So if you say I am going to, that's great, but you haven't decided yet. I am doing this, you've decided, you're going for it. So that's what I want you to recognize too, is a lot of these thoughts that we have kind of bridge around the decision factor or even lack of decision factor because a huge one that can play too is analysis paralysis, which we'll talk about later in this episode as well. So when it comes to this, I want to mention as well that this model can be used for any of the thoughts that we talk about in this podcast or any that come up for you in general. But a specific step towards this to seek out who your actual role models are, basically the people who you look up to and to read their success stories, whether, and I really recommend this for people who are wanting to look at people who started later and are still successful, or for those who had a hard time for a while and moved into success. Because if you read and listen to their stories constantly or plaster it everywhere, it'll help show your brain and you that you can do this and that there's people out there who've done and been through a lot worse. So an example could even be people like JK Rowling, Tina Fey, or Oprah. I mean, if you've never heard her backstory, oh my goodness. And a lot of them didn't get their start until, you know, 20s or 30s or even older. So I really want you guys to take that to heart and start to surround yourself with success stories, but ones that are later in life, because again, one of those things of, I don't know if I can do this, come from fear of failure, but also it can come from judging everyone around us, where I know I've been there. When you look on Instagram or you look on social media or people around you who show you the laptop lifestyle or show you that they're making 6K figures and they started their business in a year, that's fantastic. However, we all have our own journey. That's why I call this podcast The Female Entrepreneur's Journey is because everyone has their own path and this will help allow you to kind of lessen that anxiety and overwhelm you have going about it. So the next one is where do I start? So, trust me, I remember this one. It was huge when I first started out. And 
honestly, I was pretty lost for a while when I first started because there's not really that many programs out there outside of, I think, B-School that I've known about that were all-inclusive, but even then, they taught mostly just the foundations. They didn't really go into, like, the nitty-gritty stuff. But thankfully, I found a course or two that helped check off a couple boxes of of what I actually needed to start out with, but unfortunately, it wasn't all of them, which is why after putting in more money than I like to say, and I actually do say on the Build Your Business Academy, but I created that academy, honestly, to fix that problem of not having each main key talked about, which again, I'll mention more about what those keys are or the key factors you need for building and creating a profitable online business in an upcoming episode. But this thought around where do I start can lead to feeling overwhelmed or, like I mentioned before, analysis paralysis. And I can almost bet you've been there at least once where you have noticed you've gotten a lot of information from a lot of different people and you have no idea where to start. You have no idea which way to go. Or it could be the opposite where you have no advice, you're just starting brand new and you feel like you're alone. So... What I'd say for each one is first, what help you honestly would be to mention that you need to be aware first so that you can start to see these thoughts pop, pop up and begin by saying new ones. But to really help out when it comes to where do I start, especially for analysis paralysis, if you have problems with procrastination or indecision, this exercise will be fantastic for you. So what I learned was actually called the five second rule by Mel Robbins. And it's pretty big now for a lot of personal development people, but it's really great even for business because if you struggle with any of those indecision parts, this is perfect for you. So basically how I use it is I think about that big project. Let's say it's starting your business or even how to lose weight. And sometimes it can feel like a monster to look at it and think, oh my God, how do I even get to that end result? It feels like it's so far away. I've had so many failures. You start to go in that you know, process. So instead of going that route where you're stressing out and anxious is I want you to think about imagining that project or you know, project monster, whatever you want to call it, and think about what's the first step you need to take and then count down from five to one. And whichever first thought comes up after one is what you need to take action on, which makes it way more manageable. So I'll give you guys an example. So let's say, where do I start with my business? Where do I start, you know, beginning with my business? And I think to myself, five, four, three, two, one. I need a website. Okay, great. So then you can break that down too. What is the first step I need to create a website? Five, four, three, two, one, I need branding. Awesome. And you can continue to start to slowly, slowly break that down to where you get to the point where it's a manageable next step. Because that's what we're going for is the baby steps that lead into the bigger steps, which lead into the actual completed project. So I really recommend this. It's way more manageable than what we usually do, which is called stressing out. And with that, let's actually move on to the next one. So the next thought is I have to be everywhere and you'll hear me harp about this one so freaking much because I think it's so wrong when people do this first starting their business. Why? Because if you're everywhere, you're nowhere. And I've mentioned the story I think before either on the podcast or through my Facebook group 
But basically, my story around this is when I was first getting into business, I was kind of immersed into the social media plane or anything around online marketing. And I heard from people like Gary Vee or whoever that you should be everywhere. And although I agree that you can be, when you're first starting out, you need to be worried about a lot more things than just being on every platform. Because if you're jumping from Twitter to post something to then Instagram to then Facebook, you're not really engaging with your audience. You're just putting up little things. And I promise you, you'll get burnt out very quickly because you're not able to establish relationships. You're constantly just putting up things here and there. And you'll probably run out of ideas by a while because it's hard to come up with that much content all in one day. So how I shifted out of it was honestly sticking with one to two platforms and going deep. So there's a actual, I think it's an actual phrase or a metaphor that's you should be going 10 miles deep versus 10 inches wide, which is basically the 10 miles deep is where you focus on those one to two platforms really intensely, build up that connection, build up your reputation on there versus going 10 inches wide, which is basically where you're just going a little bit here and there, but you're not really making any great strides. So when you really focus on those one or two platforms and you go deep versus being everywhere, you save yourself a lot of time and a lot of stress is gone away. And honestly, if you're not sure where to go to, here's a tip. It's where your clients are at. And if you don't know where they're at or where they hang out, which I know a lot of people ask me that, where are my clients? How do I get clients? How do I find clients? I finally made an answer to your question. So I created a mini course all about a female entrepreneur's guide to client attraction. And if you want that, then the link is in the show notes. And I really recommend if you have any kind of trouble when it comes to finding out who your clients are or where they hang out, this will really help you out. And obviously I go even more in depth into the Build Your Business Academy, but this will be a really great start for you. So again, without knowing who they are or where they are and what you can do for them, you really can't have a successful long-term business. So if you're struggling with that, I really recommend you take a second to reevaluate who those people are and where they're at and what you can do for them before you try and go on every single platform ever. (laughs) I promise it'll be a lot better of a strategy. So moving on to the next one is whose advice do I listen to? And oh my God, was this one huge for me and sometimes still is. So hands down, the biggest struggle that I had when I first started, and sometimes even when I go into new projects, is figuring out whose advice to listen to. So I don't talk about this too much because this story, sometimes I can't even believe it that I did. But basically what happened in my first year and a half of business, I actually somehow decided to have two coaches during the same time, which for some people that works out fantastic. However, when you have two different coaches, their, you know, coaching styles are different. Their goals are different. And when you have, I would have it to the point where I'd schedule one of the coaches in the morning and one of them three hours later. So I'd come out with two different advices and two different ways to go. And I was left with a lot of anxiety and a lot of overwhelm, not because they weren't great, but these two coaches weren't really meant to be together. They weren't really flowing in that space. They're two different, you know, two different answers. So my best advice for you, which I actually mentioned in one of my earlier podcasts, is keep what resonates and drop the rest. This is vital when you're going into business and when you're starting business and even a couple of years down the road because 
you really need to make sure that whatever you choose is for you and not what someone else thinks is good for you. And I want to mention this as well, is don't listen to anyone who is not successful in the industry you are in. So an example would be a realtor trying to school you on success with online courses is basically like the blind leading the blind, and we don't need more of that. So I really recommend keep it resonates, drop the rest, and make sure to really tap into that gut instinct because we all have it, especially as female entrepreneurs. We just have to kind of clear the clutter and clear the mentality and anxiety around it. So the last one is why isn't there a resource that can take me through each step that I need to create my business? This was so freaking huge. So I don't know about you, but this one was monumental for me. And I, I mentioned it before, I couldn't understand why there were so many one-offs and none of them giving you anything from going from how to price yourself to packaging your offer to branding to website to email to selling, like the actual keys and pillars that you need, each person needs for their online business. Because everyone either had one-offs that led you confident in that one topic, which is great, but then unsure of where to go next. It's basically like taking someone to the graduation day and then saying, good luck. Like, hello, I still need help here. I still have no idea what I want to do. So if you relate, then you're in the right place because I was there too. I remember how kind of maddening it was, how many courses I had to take or searching and never finding the right answer, finding the person who would give me the answers that I needed. That would be that one-stop shop for me. And one of the best tips that I have for this is honestly to find a mentor to help you with it. Because you can, and I really truly believe this, you can cut your time in half and learn from people who've been there. Because even my client who I just finished, she and I worked together only for six weeks and she went from having just an idea to now having a full-scale business that's launched, her website's done, everything's done, contract's done, and has her first client. So it can happen, you just have to have the right person for it. So that's honestly why I've created my Build Your Business Academy because of this, to address each area of creating and launching your business or even troubleshooting why it hasn't launched as well as you've hoped it was in the first place, as well as guidance from me along each step. So I highly suggest that you go to the show notes and put your interest in for this Build Your Business Academy because if you struggle with any of these, then you need to have someone there to help you guide you through it and show you the actual how-tos because I'm all about action steps and results. But also, I wanted to give you guys this freebie, which is all about the AIM, like I mentioned before, the AIM formula, which is two M's, A-I-M-M, basically. And it's the four steps you need to rewrite your thoughts and to really shift into that success mindset, that money mindset that we all need to become actual, thriving, profitable entrepreneurs. So if you want that, actual freebie and you want to go through it, learn the AIM formula and use it in your life, as well as having handpicked resources around this topic, then I recommend you to go to the link in the show notes or you can go to danielleclem.com slash 27 to get this workbook and resource guide to help you work through these thoughts and bust them once and for all. So guys, I'll mention, I'll do a little wrap up for all the thoughts and then we'll head out because I want you guys to actually take action because I created this podcast to help you guys see, obviously, the stories of fellow women and the lessons they've gone through, but I want you guys to get action out of them, because isn't that the best part of our business about what we do is we can actually take action in our lives, and it can be done in 
honestly in a couple seconds to get that first step in. So to give you guys a quick reminder, the first thought was, I don't know if I can do this, which as we mentioned before, is really talking about how to look at other people's success stories, the ones who started later, and starting to plaster that everywhere to kind of get your brain adjusted to the idea of success comes in all shapes and forms. Next one is where do I start? Because let's be real, that's a huge one. And for that, you can use Mel Robbins' five second rule to really help bust through that. Next is I have to be everywhere, which again is super not true. And if you want to do that, focus on one or two platforms and go deeper in those. And then also the last two is whose advice do I listen to? And again, my advice will always be keep what resonates and drop the rest. And the last one is why isn't there a resource that can help me through each step that I need to create my business? And this really, the step is to find that person who can help you and maybe even find the course or program that can help you get there. So I hope this has been helpful for you guys. If you have any questions or even screenshot you listening to this on Instagram and DM me at I am Danielle Clem. I would love to see you, your amazing faces. And honestly, it's just a privilege to be able to help you guys all with your business. So again, grab that freebie below. It's going to be fantastic for you. And I will see you guys all in the next episode. Thanks for listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey with Danielle Clem. If you like our show and want to know more, check out the show notes to join in the Insiders Facebook group or please leave us a review on iTunes. Join us next week for another dose of business, branding, and everything in between. See you then.